Hey, my name is Russ, and you're listening to the Russ Rants Podcast. It's a show about a lot of nothing, and yet a whole lot of something at the same time. It could be about what generally infuriates me, current events, or just whatever comes to the top of my head. Either way, I am excited that you're here with us, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Let's get on to the rant. Now, I know what you're thinking. This is definitely clickbait, Russ. You're getting into the weird title of podcasting for views territory, Russ. This isn't who we know you to be, Russ. You're 18 episodes in, and we didn't think you would turn into this type of content creator so quickly. We were hoping you'd stay authentic, Russ. No, that's no, that's not the case. Uh, there, There is an actual, it's not a fact, it's not a factual thing that happened to me uh that were like it is a fact but it's not i didn't i'm not a hobbit but i will talk about uh, that in a moment here um it's a it's a good story and i'm i'm definitely uh blabbering right now i'm gonna tell you i missed you guys um i took the week off last week and we are actually going to talk about that in a second here the kind of the the whole episode is is going to kind of tell you guys a story similar to what I've done, um, but then kind of explain also why I, I took the week off and um, and that's okay and why that's a good thing. I hope you guys had a great week off as well. A lot has happened really quickly before we get into my main my main point of uh, this week's podcast. Uh, I want to quickly touch on something though because now that I have a podcast and now that I have some faithful, I'm going to call you guys supporters. Because, I mean, yeah, you might subscribe to, like, uh, you know, Google Podcasts or Apple Podcasts. But I think you guys are really supporters. You guys are cheering me on. And you guys, I love hearing from you. And I'm still getting people walking up to me talking about the episodes. You know, some people have, have heard me and my wife, uh, our, our wedding or marriage kind of questionnaire podcast uh, from ages ago. Uh, go check that out if you haven't listened to it yet. Other people are talking about how they listened to the latest one. They really enjoyed my oldest brother, Addison. Um the nurse, so random, um, why I kept mentioning that in the last episode, uh, but they really loved it, and a lot of people still come up to me about my youngest brother, Lyndon, and people obviously are enjoying the the, the uh, game developer episode with my good buddy Dustin Williamson, I still get people kind of trying to debate me about Avengers Endgame with my buddy Super Dave, so it's it's been a really fun ride, um, it, and I absolutely love uh, having you guys tell me that you guys are still getting some value from this, that you're still enjoying the Russ Rants podcast, so thank you. Let's get into it, okay? Took the week off, and what it did is I was exhausted. I was absolutely exhausted. Um, I I typically try to push myself as hard as I can. I, I typically try to, I actually released it on my story on Instagram a few days ago, how I really get agitated because on tough days, on days when I'm anxious or days when I'm sluggish, whatever, I just get really frustrated because I want to kick its butt. I want to fight harder. Whenever I feel sluggish or tired, I don't like kind of, what's the right word? I don't hide. I don't like curl up into a snuggy ball and and binge watch Netflix for hours. I just can't do that. That's not who I am. I'm not bragging. I could play video games for hours, I'm sure, but I'm I'm not the kind of guy that um, on a really tough day, I just bunker down with some hot chocolate. I try to do more. I do. That's just inherently who I am. I'm a, I'm a high achiever, try to be a high a performer. And uh, you can talk to some of my, my best and closest friends. The result is I burn out quickly, a lot. In post-secondary, when I was going to school in Regina, 
Uh, I had a really good buddy of mine. His name is Ryland. I hope that he listens to this someday. He's still a good friend. Absolutely love the guy. Um, he and I went to classes together, and we both had problems with boundaries. We both had problems saying no. We both had problems resting or giving ourselves permission to rest. And so often we check in on each other and be like, you burning out? And be kind of, he'd kind of look at me and shrug, and he's obviously like half awake. And he'd say, yeah, you, I yeah, I'm not sleeping right now. You know, like that's just that's just my personality. Is I'm a, I'm a go getter all the time, and if you know anything about my family, you also know that I've inherited that in Mini Me, my son Titus. He's just like that. He's always go go go. That kid does not have a chill pill in him at all. Okay, where is this going? Um, I encountered something years ago. I, I talked about it a well, probably a few months ago now. Um. It was quiet. I'm still trying to enjoy, or something like that. Quiet. I'm trying to enjoy. Um, go check that uh, episode out if you haven't listened to it. I, I kind of talk about the the power and the importance of silence, the power and the importance of rest, and how the the memory that triggered it was in Belize. I was in Belize, and um, I was with some buddies on a beach. And sitting with my back against a palm tree looking over the ocean, we only had one night on this beautiful island off the coast of Belize. And it was just such a magical moment. And we didn't have any cell phones. We didn't have people around us. You had to force yourself to be quiet. And I just, you know, anyways, the episode was just about the power of slowing down, right? Which is ironic because I still suck at it to this day. I still suck at stilling myself at, at being at being quiet and stopping. And so on the same trip, like about a week prior, we were there in Belize for two weeks on this, this humanitarian uh, nonprofit trip, okay? And um, what, what happened basically is I'm a white pasty male. If you haven't met me, you're going to know that I hate the sun. I'm pretty much like a walking white kind of vampire dude. I'm very hairy though, but I, I, I absolutely cannot take the sun. I like the sun. My body's just not made for it. And then, of course, I, I married this beautiful Latina from Chile. Um, Paola, like, gets so dark, so brown, so quickly in the summertime. She just absorbs the sun, whereas I take a beating from it. And so, you know, I was pretty nervous going to Belize other than preparing myself to go snorkeling and see fish. Again, go back to the other story, uh, that other episode about where I talked about, talk about Belize. But so long story short, very, very, very white dude. And uh, I do not tan whatsoever. I lather up in sunscreen all the time. And, you know, I always joke to my friends, I don't tan. I do the three Ps. I go pink, peel, repeat. Yes, I'm aware that repeat is not starting with a P, but that's the point of emphasis is it's pink, peel, repeat. Uh, Suck it, sun. So going there, I was very mindful of sunscreening myself. Very, very mindful. Okay. And so we're going out through all these villages. We're, we're playing with the kids soccer. It's just part of the gig is you go to these different villages, you hand out supplies, you go talk to people. Um, we would do skits. Um, it was very fun. We'd entertain kids. We actually kind of stationed ourselves in two different schools in two different uh, regions of Belize and taught like hygiene classes. It was awesome. You know, teaching kids how to brush their teeth and stuff like that. You think that that's like so elementary, but over there, it's it, they they really find it very valuable, and they they said that we could fill in those spots and help out with that. So it was awesome. So very very privileged in Belize, but I'm always freaking out about the sun. So I'm wearing this 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 sun hat, and I'm covering myself up, and and you know I I did pretty good. Not gonna lie, I was actually very good at it. I you know habitually before we went out, lathered up every four hours, lathered up. It was great. Okay, so one day. We were in between villages, and we were told that as a day of a kind of a reward, we're going to get a break 
uh, and we were going to go to a public beach. And I was like, sweet, awesome. I got my sunscreen. And so, no problem. I got my water and everything. Everyone packed up. We were going to have a picnic. It was awesome. So we get into these big yellow school buses um, where we were stationed. We get in. We load up. We're with a bunch. Of, it was a public bus system, which is cool. And we're with all these these locals, and we're talking. And it was a lot of fun and a little hot in the van or the bus, but whatever. It's about an hour drive to this big public beach. And um, – but – the area where we went was pretty kind of secluded and it had like, I don't know if they're canopies or bungalows or whatever. And you know, where you could kind of lay down in the, in the shade, uh, get changed. And then you could run out into the water. Of course it's, it again, remember it's the ocean. So it's just beautiful. And they've got like those water bars. You know what I'm talking about? Where like, you know, you see in those fancy movies where they have the bar in the water. Well, there wasn't, there wasn't a bar, but there were these actual like stations out there, like a big, uh, I'm going to say in-water bungalow is the best way I can explain it. And they had a bar and stools that you could sit in the ocean. They didn't have any refreshments or anything. But you, if you wanted to go and, like, bring out, like, a root beer or something and sit with your buds and talk and the water's up to your, like, ankles, it's pretty cool. So that's that's the kind of beach we were going to. It's kind of a luxury public beach. It was awesome. And so we're chilling. It's hours go by. I'm lathering up like crazy, no problem. And... um so I'm resting. Finally, it's near the end of the day. It's about 3 or 2, 3 p.m., and I'm tired. We've been there since the morning, and, you know, I, I'm i not a total beach guy. Again, remember, like, I, I like the sun, but I'm not a tanner. So it's more like survival instincts whenever I'm out on, a, on the, in the sun or on the beach. It's not like, oh, I could just relax all day. I'm, I'm always mindful. I'm scarred for life, okay? So sue me. So I'm this white pasty male, and uh, so I just lay my head down, and I actually fall asleep in the shade, okay. Spoiler: It's not a spoiler. I'm not. Uh, this is not where I get sunburned or anything like that. I'm, I fall asleep in the shade. My hat's over my face. It's awesome. I'm relaxed. All of a sudden, I get shaken awake by Ted. I mentioned him in the other podcast episode. He's kind of our guide slash one of our leaders. Super awesome dude. He's also very proud that he's now a Canadian citizen. He's a native Belizean, but he's also a, a dual citizen. He's he's a Canadian citizen as well. Very proud of it. Loves it. And I, I would be too. I'm, ha- I'm happy for him and his family. Why am I telling you this? Because Ted informs us excited. He's like, hey, guys, 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 get up, get up. Everyone get up. Um, I just, I just uh, found a bunch of Belizeans who have agreed to play us in a battle of Canada versus Belize in volleyball. And we're just looking at him with these horrified looks like, Ted. We don't play volleyball. These dudes look super jacked. They were tall, like athletic looking Belizeans. We look over and they're like waving at us and they're so stoked we're going to play with them. And they're just huge dudes. And Ted's like, God bless him. He's like 5'7". Okay. And he's muscle, muscular. Don't get me wrong. He's fit. Uh, but we're like, Ted, are you crazy? And so he's like, oh, come on. We're going to kick our butts, right? We're Canada. Woo. And so reluctantly, we all get up and we go out into the, into the, there's a volleyball court over there, beach volleyball. And uh, we go get ready to play them, and we're just we're just in a rush, right? Like so, we we quickly get our stuff together, and we just rush out, and and uh, it didn't really matter. He's like, whose skins, who's whatever, and I was like, I've lathered up um, uh, recently, I think, so no problem. And so I I we we start playing volleyball, and yes, we did get our butts kicked. We put up a good fight for an awkward, rushed, mushed together Canadian volleyball team of a bunch of students that were there on this humanitarian trip who didn't really play volleyball uh, competitively, but, you know, it was a fun time. And 
the problem is I I was pretty confident I had sunscreened everything. But there was one cre- one key body part rather that I had failed to re-lather. And that was my feet. Hence the title of this podcast episode. I looked down and I thought, oh no. Now, why did I think, oh no? Let's pause this story really quickly in Belize, okay, at, at the volleyball court. Years and years prior, I worked at this summer camp, which I have referred to as well as my previous episodes, my early previous episodes. I worked in the summer camp in my youth. And something happened to me. We volunteered on a Canada Day celebration for those American friends. You know, July 4th, Canada Day. It was our big outdoor city thing in Medicine Hat. I was volunteering with this camp. And uh, I was running this, like, little, like, those inflatable castles with kids. And I had another volunteer partner. He and I were, like, also filling water balloons and giving them to kids. And they were throwing them at each other. And we were supervising this this water tower slide thing. Okay, it was awesome. And I learned something that day in Canada Day is that I could lather every single body part up except my feet. And if I just wore shoes, it was fine. I didn't have to waste sunscreen on my feet, and it was fine. But if I took off my shoes because they were uncomfortable or hot or I just wanted to go barefoot, and if I didn't put – if I didn't cover my feet in sunscreen, not only do they burn – and burn really, really badly. But I also later learned from my doctor that my feet have actually quite low circulation. They get really, really cold in the winter, and apparently, if they get really, really sunburnt, the they swell up really quickly. I don't know why. I don't know the, the, the reason behind it, but they swell up so quickly from the inflammation of the sunscreen that essentially they become like three times the size of what they actually are. They become like inflated water balloons themselves, and they become hobbit feet. And it was a very painful ordeal, and it took me out of commission a few days at this summer camp. But thankfully, that was during staff training, not when the actual kids were there. So I I didn't remember too much of it because I just remember I was in pain, and I didn't do much for like three days at staff training at this summer camp, okay? Fast forward back to volleyball, where I look down in horror. It was just, it was literally like the awakening moment. I I looked down and I thought, I know exactly what I'm about to see. I know exactly what pain I'm feeling. And I know exactly what's going to happen next. I just can't remember how bad it was. And I look down and my feet are blood red. Well, not blood. That's pretty dramatic. They're very red. Okay, let's say, let's say burnt orange. They're burnt orange red. Okay, is that a little bit better? Burnt orange. And I run. Like, we we finished the game. We shook hands, and I run. I'm like, guys, I got to get my shoes on. I don't know how this is going to go, but I got to lace up here because I might not be able to walk in the next five minutes. So they're like, oh, okay, we were leaving anyway. So everyone's packing up. I put on my shoes. I put on my socks. I put on my shoes, and I tie them up as tight as I can. I'm like, my I, it hurts like heck, I can barely walk because you know, like you take it for granted, right? I'm, I'm, I'm wiggling my feet right now subconsciously as I'm talking about this story. You move your foot, right? Just do it. Just do a collective exercise with me for just a moment, okay? Take your foot out, stretch out your leg, and just move your ankle and your foot up and down, right? Like you know, point your toe, toe up. Point your toe, toe up. Okay, pretty simple, right? Pretty easy. Did you know that if the flesh and the muscles and tendons of your foot are swollen like a water balloon, you can't do that? 
Yeah. Did you know that? Because if your entire leg, or not leg, but if your entire foot is filled up with fluid and is swollen, you, you can't. The joint, the skin is taut. It's too tight. You can't stretch your foot. You can't move it. And I was like, guys, I'm not going to be able to walk really soon. And so literally, guys, as I'm walking slash running slash jogging slash like dying in pain, running to the the bus, my my feet are slowly giving out on me because I can't move them. Like I'm like throwing these big water weights below contained in my shoes running to the bus. So we get on the bus and I sit down and the pain immediately just settles sitting. I don't know if that makes it worse. Maybe it was, I didn't feel it as bad when I was, you know, playing volleyball and staying active. Maybe the circulation was moving better. But as soon as I sat down in that bus and I stopped moving instant pain, like picture your feet have a a lighter, not on the bottom, the bottom of your feet. You're like, Oh yeah, I've stood on a hot beach before. Right. It's, you know, it's hot. It's definitely uncomfortable. It's not you can bear it. It's pretty painful, but it's not too, too bad. No, no, no. Flip your foot, flip your foot upside down where the, the soft part of the above of your foot, right? You know, the sensitive part has lighters just, just hovering right under them. Okay. And that's all you feel. That was what my feet felt like. It was like someone had lit my feet on fire and then filled them up with water and strapped them back on. It is the weirdest sensation. I can't describe it. And guys, I was dying. They had to carry me. I had two big dudes. They, I, I put my arms over their shoulders, and they had to hoist me into our motel where we were staying. They laid me on the bed, and I, I told them, they're like, has this ever happened before? I said, yeah, just once before, and I don't remember too much, and I don't remember it hurting this bad. I'm like dying in pain. I'm trying not to cry. I'm a grown man, but it hurts so bad. And so they take off my shoes. They take off my socks. Guys, I mean, I love my friends and my, my, my fellow students and my teachers and God bless them for, for trying to have a poker face. The looks of disgust and horror were very humbling to behold. Very, very humbling to behold. And one guy, Ted, Ted, uh, sprung into action. He's like, I know what to do. I'll be right back. And he ran out and they're just, they're, they grabbed ice cubes. They grabbed wet cloths. They, they elevated my feet on a pillow and they just said, that's all we can do. And they, you know, they would interchange cloths to keep my feet cool and ice cubes, but the ice cubes, seriously, guys, putting those ice cubes on my feet bit even harder. It was like someone was stabbing my foot while still lighting it with lighters. Okay. It was crazy. I'm not trying to be gruesome here. I'm just trying to give you perspective of this sudden, I'm enjoying the most beautiful beach I've ever been on in my life, playing volleyball, having fun to, oh my gosh, I cannot breathe because my feet are on fire and being stabbed. Okay. Ted runs back in. He had just cut off some uh, aloe. Is that what they're called? Aloe vera. I grew up calling them aloe vera. If it's different, let me know in the comments. Message me. But I call it aloe vera. <clears throat> he found, you know, the, the actual plant. He didn't find the gel that you buy in Superstore uh, for sun sunburn treatment. He, he cut them and they squeezed it out and he, they rubbed it on my feet. Very humbling. Now, this is, this is what brings me. This moment here is the crux of this whole episode today, okay? Um... This brings me to my realization and why I thought of this story today for some reason. They, as I'm laying there with my team of, I think, 12 people plus in this room and me just kind of coming out of the shock, all I could feel was the pain and I could still feel the pain, but it kind of subsided enough where I just sat 
and I, I laid down in my bed and everyone's surrounding me, you know, everyone's, you know, trying to encourage me and they're grabbing me stuff. And I'm not going to lie, guys. I started to cry. In this room filled with people, some people I was very close with, no problem. Other people, not close at all. And I started to cry. And my dean, his name is Gary, um, wonderful man. Huge respect for that guy. He's an incredible dude, incredible human being. He just held my hand and he said, Russell, why are you crying? And I said, I've let, I've let the whole team down, Mr. Gary. We called him Mr. Gary. His last name is Williamson. Uh, but he, he wanted us to call him Mr. Gary, and that's okay. I still call him Mr. Gary to this day. I said, Mr. Gary, I've let the whole team down because of my, my stupidity. You know, I, I just needed to sunscreen up or I should never have gone to play that volleyball game. or And now we have so much. Because I knew our schedule for the next few weeks. I knew it would be very demanding. I knew that our schedule coming up was going to be very demanding. We were going to have to – we had a lot of skits coming up. We had a lot of nonprofit uh, stuff going down and a lot of different centers. There were a lot of classes to still teach. And I'm like, I, I can't walk. I can't move my feet. I've let the team down. And I've now become a burden to my teammates. And I just, I just stopped. It just, it hit me like a, a brick wall. I, it, while I was laying there, that's why I started to cry. Is I realized how I'd literally immobilized myself. I'd taken myself out of the game. I'd worked so hard. We'd worked so hard. Um, we had fundraised. We had, we had, we had spread awareness. We had gotten donors. When we had come, come to Belize to do good work. People had invested in me to do good work. And I just taken myself out of the game playing a stupid game of volleyball. And for some reason, I was very, very hard on myself. And he just, and Mr. Gary, props to him again. He held my hand. He sat down on the bed beside me. And remember, there are 12 people in this little tiny motel room with a sobbing student with hobbit feet. Okay, I'm not, I'm not exaggerating, guys. Frodo would be foot envious of my size 17s. Like, I don't know how big they were. They were just huge. It was wrong, okay? It was wrong to have feet this big and not be 6'9". Okay, I'm serious. And he, he sits down. Mr. Gary sits down on the bed beside me and holds my hand. He looks at me and says, Russell, that is not true. And it is Okay, we got you. You have not let us down. You have not failed us. You have not left us hanging. We are a team, and we are going to cover for you, and we're also going to take care of you. I just, I just, I cried more. And I, I'm actually getting a bit emotional about it right now. And I'm not trying to make this episode a downer, okay? I hear I take a week off and, you know, then I just, you know, turn on the waterworks and, and tell you this story. It sounds hilarious, right? And you can laugh by all means. Those li- listening, heck, a lot of my friends listen to my podcast. <laughs> you guys are going to be like, what the heck? Like, frick, Russ, you freaking burnt your feet off and you had hobbit feet and you're in Belize. Like, it's pretty funny. I get it. No problem. But in that moment, I was humbled. To the nth degree, I was, I was humbled. Here I, I was. I was one of the leaders. I was. I was one of the leaders. Mr. Gary looked to me to be one of the main leaders. He had told me that. I was a second-year student. There were a lot of first-year students on the trip. And he told me, he says, I'm going to rely on you as, as a leader to, to kind of help me out. And I, I was. He leaned on me. And then I was gone. 
I couldn't help. I couldn't do anything with the kids. I, I had to stay in that motel room for three days with my feet elevated while they went out and did stuff for people. It was crazy, you guys. But in that moment, I think Mr. Gary saw something. I think Mr. Gary saw that this was a make or break for Russ because we still had another week after this to stay in Belize and to work hard. And I think he knew that I would, I would beat myself up. Even after my feet you know, healed back up and weren't swollen anymore, I, I would beat myself up. And who knows, that could have taken me out of the game even more. Which brings me to my point. When Mr. Gary said that, I sobbed, but I just kind of, I, for lack of a better term, you guys, I just let go. I surrendered, and I just laid down. I said, okay, my little sister, I call her my little sister Katie. She's the same girl uh, with the snorkeling trip when I, I almost uh, swore my face off seeing that fish, that giant fish under the boat when we were snorkeling. That same Katie, she just sat down. And she literally just held my hand and sat there with me for the next hour. And everyone left. They went to their own rooms. Um, People brought me some sodas and stuff. It was awesome. But, like, she just sat. She didn't say anything. And I was okay, guys. It was was two or three days of excruciating pain. You know, you had to walk to go to the bathroom and stuff, right? My humbly, man, frick. Shout out to Super Dave. People wonder why on earth we're so stupid together, whether in real life or why we're good friends. Um, Dave has been, has been there for me so many times where he's had to like carry me on, like, you know, my arm over his shoulder and carry me to the bathroom and then carry me back. Great friend, Dave. That was a moment where Mr. Gary told me that it's okay. You don't need permission to be told you did a good job and you can take yourself out for a bit or, or, or you're forced to be out. You can't contribute, but that doesn't mean you're a valuable member of the team. And that just absolutely humbled me for some reason. And so why did, why did this story spark my memory? Why did this story? Because last week, I don't know if it was burnout, you guys. I don't think it was. I'm doing okay. But I literally went to bed. And if you know me, this is crazy. I went to bed at 9 p.m. I couldn't. I, I worked the whole day and just was just dying. I was exhausted Came home, tried to play with my kids as best I could, but even Pola said to me, and again, this is last week, Pola even said to me, she's like, Rao, dude, you are are off. You are are really serious about this. You're not just being lazy. You are exhausted. And I just said, I'm not not trying to be. I want to play with my kids. Tried my best, got them to bed, and I said, I'm going to bed. And she just looked at me. She said, okay, okay. And... I slept and the rest of the week got busy and I couldn't do a podcast episode. And you know what? I I could have beaten myself up more. I still struggle with it, but I let it go. I said, you know what? This is not going to, this doesn't, it sounds so stupid. Okay. Please hear me out. You guys might seriously, you might've already turned this off. I might be talking to nothing right now. That's okay. But you, you might be just talking to yourself in the car or at work being like, come on, Russ, grow a pair. Like really dude, yeah, I get that, but we all have something that we struggle with that's just, it's irrational, don't we? I struggle with feeling like I need to help save the world all the time, whereas other people could care less, or could not care less. They're, they're just like, you know what, man? It's not my problem. I can't do it. They'll find someone else, whereas I always absorb that. I'm a people pleaser. I want to be that guy for everyone. I want to save the day all the time. I want to be that key player. I want to get the recognition of being a helper, an asset to everyone. I want to bring value to everyone. That's why I'm doing this podcast. 
And last week, for about a day, I, I really hung on to that thought. I was like, this is this is not the way you, you planned it, Russ. You, you committed. Um, just for yourself, I mean, I, I appreciate and love you guys. Um, but I did this for this podcast thing was for me to, to push myself and you're, you're giving yourself an out. And I was really hard on myself, but after a day I took a breath and I said, you know what? I will live. And so will my supporters, people who listen to this people, my friends, my family, my kids, even that's huge as a dad being real with you. Now we've really sombered up right after this whole imagery of the Hobbit feet thing. You know, I've just brought us back and just kind of, Oh, Russ, you're getting really kind of depressing, dude. No, no, no. It's not depressing. It's reality. You are not, you and me, we are not always going to be able to be on our A game. Heck, some of you are perfectly okay with that, but there are other people out there that are like me that really struggle that you can't do it all, that you can't be Superman or Superwoman, and you can't be the hero. And... When you get taken out of the game, it really bugs you, whether by illness, whether by you're too busy to do other things you really want to do. It eats you. And to a degree, I mean, there's a lot of different ways you could dissect that and be like, well, that's healthy or unhealthy thinking. But for this episode, take a step back. People are going to be okay without you this one time. Heck, even if you step back for an indefinite leave of absence, People are going to be okay without you. They are. They will live. My team survived in Belize. They did great. They actually said because I had to step away, other people who we had been frustrated with, us leaders, we had been frustrated with other people not stepping up, stepped up. Because there was a vacuum created, right? When I when I peaced out for a few days, you know, someone else had to be other people in the skits and other people had to teach the classes with the kids and Great reports from Mr. Gary said some members just blew us away because you weren't there to to kind of carry the load. Other people stepped up. And I think that's such a powerful thought because for if you think about it a different way, I could have handicapped our team by being good at filling up holes whenever they occurred. Right? Because I'm Mr. Fix-It. You'll know that about me. I'm that kind of friend. When you come to me with a problem, even to vent, you have to literally shake my head and say, don't fix this. Don't give me any critical thoughts. I'm just venting. My wife, all the time, I don't want to hear a solution. I know you probably have one. I just want to vent. Because I'll fix it. But because I wasn't there, other people were, were pushed to the forefront. And they stepped up their game. Crazy. Now, seriously, take a moment to think about that. Isn't that wild? Because I couldn't be 100% all the time, it enabled other people to become better. Now, that doesn't always happen. But in this case, it did. If, If you're like me, you really struggle to lose control because you know you could, quote unquote, do it better, or you know you'll see it through. You'll be faithful. You'll keep the dream alive. I mean, right now, this is a kind of a, a passive dream, isn't it? I know it sounds, you know, pretty casual, but it's it's not a lot of work, but it's not no work either to do a podcast. I feel pressure sometimes. What if I say something offensive? What if I say something wrong? What if I say something that hurts someone or if I tell too much of a story and someone's embarrassed? Like, it just, it's a lot. I don't take this podcast lightly. I am super grateful. I'm going to actually, I'm going to plug this here. I'm not going to plug it. I'm going to celebrate with you guys. I want you to take a moment here too while I'm kind of camping on this thought. The Russ Rants podcast, the Russ Rants podcast, as of this week, 
has hit over 400 streams already. 400. I want you to think about that for a moment. I started this podcast but a few months ago, and we've already hit 400 streams total, and it's rising. I missed a week. That's the funniest part, you guys. I missed a week. I could have gone crazy. I could have woken up or I could have said, no, no matter what, you know, uh, you know, sleep doesn't bring your dreams to life or whatever. I could have pushed through that Tuesday, just exhausted. I could have given you the crappiest, most dozied podcast episode ever. Who knows? That might have been one of my best. Would have been funny, I'm sure. Incoherent, but funny. But even when I rested and stepped back, when I took myself out of the game, we went over the 400 mark. And I want to celebrate that with you because you're a part of that. Over 400 people have listened to the Rush Rants podcast already. Now, that might not sound like a big number to some of you guys, but that's huge to me. This came out of nowhere. I'm incredibly humbled that you guys enjoy listening to this at least enough to, to listen to some of my episodes. It means the world to me. You could spend your time listening to Ariana Grande or another podcast, Joe Rogan. You know, there's a lot of other podcasts out there that are way bigger. And yet you chose, chose me. And that means a lot. I took myself out of the game. And I didn't totally want to, but I didn't feel like I had much of a choice. Just like Belize, just like being exhausted last Tuesday. It, I chose to lose. I can't win every day. On that Instagram story, that, that kind of brings me back to this. I'm going to round it off with this for you guys, just to think of. So on Instagram, I released a story. And I kind of went on a mini rant. And I said, guys, I want to crush every day. And I was. I I'd finished work. And it was nothing to do with work. Work went well. But I just was thinking about the rest of my day. And I was like, I'm feeling a bit of like pressure. I'm feeling a little bit of like trudging through mud today. So I'm just, I'm angry. I'm frustrated. And I want to crush it. So this just motivates me to do better. And I put it on a story on Instagram to be motivational. And very quickly, a very, very trusted friend um, messaged me and just said, Hey Russ, I, I saw your Instagram story and I feel I have to say something. Okay. And I want you to, I want you to hear me out when I say this. Okay. And I, you know me, you know that I love you. You know that I don't mean anything like judgmental by it. I just want to tell you my thoughts. You, it's good to want to win every day, but you also need to remember when to rest and lay low. And I, I won't read her comment, uh, you know, entirely, but she just basically touched on how her own journey itself, she, she worked a, a very prestigious job. She had the money, she had the success. And then just due to life circumstances, she stepped away from that and took another job that pays much less, but she feels like she's in the right spot and it's not the success that she was used to before. And yet she, she feels like that's the part of the season that she has to be in right now. See, this is what she said in the closing here. She said, wanting to win, that might be how you're wired, but you can also renovate and rewire. Give up wanting to win every day, she said. Sounds like a stupid thing to say, even to me, but it comes down to perspective. If you're into killing it for the sake of killing it, whatever the results, it might be more satisfying in the end if you choose to be deliberate about resting yourself and chasing when you need to chase. I thought it was pretty, pretty powerful. I, I paraphrased at the end there and I, I kind of went off of my own 
kind of, but, but that was kind of the gist of what she said. I thought that was very interesting, and thank you very much. You know who you are um, for sending me that response. I, I never, I never take it for granted that you guys reach out, and uh, even on my Instagram stories, Twitter feed, um, it means a lot to me. And I think that's very interesting. She says, I've adjusted, I've learned to be content, and in that, I am much happier and healthier person for it. She was just, again, talking about her career change working a job of prestige and success. And then again, life adjusts and she had to take a different position and she's being okay with where she was. And it's true. I I definitely struggle with being where I'm at. I was very frustrated today. I went for a run. Um, I'm taking up kind of new responsibilities in my job and I'm stressed, you guys. Now I'm really ranting. I'm stressed. I am. And I want to enjoy where I am without feeling anxious that if I don't kill myself every single day, going 110%, I'm never going to get there. That's just not true. Maybe you got to have a day that you're you're 30%. Maybe other days you kill it and you're 89%. Then you're back down to normal, 50-60%. You're human. I'm human. But it's not just being okay with those numbers, it's deliberately knowing when you need to recharge. Deliberately knowing when you're like, you know what, I don't seem to be winning a lot today. Maybe it's a day where I grab a Snuggie, grab a hot chocolate, and I stream some Netflix. (gasps) Crazy words coming from Russ, I know, but maybe I don't rest enough. Maybe, I know this sounds super stupid, maybe I don't watch enough, you know, (laughs) TV. I'm not, it's probably not the right thought, but maybe I don't rest on purpose enough. I can't win all the time. And it took me turning into a hobbit for a few days to realize that. So I do hope, legitimately, you know, (laughs) pardon me, I'm coughing. You do know that I am rooting for you. Every single day. You know that I'm rooting for you. You know that I want you to win. I really do. Wherever you're at, again, on your way to work, on your way home from work, nighttime, you're listening while you're sitting down for your lunch break, you're at work with earbuds in. I want what is best for you every single day. But you and I will not be perfect and we will not be capable of killing our dreams every single day. And if you try to hold yourself to that standard and you beat yourself up when you cannot hit that standard, you will inevitably burn out. It will happen Why I am speaking from experience. So that is my story. I got huge size 17 plus feet, so swollen, couldn't move my foot, couldn't walk, and it took that to help teach me a very, very, very good lesson. And I'm going to try to practice it tonight. I'm going to try to practice it this week. It's just, seriously, guys, it's just felt like every single thing is kind of Hit me in the face, and um, yeah, it shut me down a bit. But instead of giving up, I may I might just rest, think about my next move. So my name is Russ. I hope you enjoyed listening to this latest episode of the Russ Rants podcast again. Please, I love our community and I want it to grow. Tell your friends. I don't think I've asked you guys that yet. Tell your friends. Does that sound vain? No. I think I'm pretty funny. I think I'm pretty entertaining. At the very least, they can know how crazy or much of a an idiot I am sometimes. I don't know, but I would like to think that you know I could bring value to your friends as well. Tell your friends. Love the promos. Uh, already, my friends, uh, some people are posting on Instagram. I think that's super awesome. Thank you so much. 
Um, let me know how you feel. You can email me at russrantsreal at gmail.com. That's R-U-S-S-R-A-N-T-Z-R-E-A-L at gmail.com. You can also find me on Instagram at russrants, all one word, and on Twitter at russrants number one. I love hearing about you. I hope you all have a great week. Let's be hobbits for a little bit. Let's lay low. Let's force ourselves to kind of maybe hide. I'm, I'm not going to make it super hokey. I was going to say something stupid like let's hide in the Shire. No, abandon ship on that one. Abandon ship. But hey, rest up, okay? We are all going to win in the end. Stay to it. Uh, be intentional, but don't be afraid to rest. All right, this is Russ. Hope you guys have a great week. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Russ Rants Podcast. If you have a show idea or a thought, send me a line at russrantsreal at gmail.com. That's R-U-S-S-R-A-N-T-Z-R-E-A-L at gmail.com. And maybe I'll get it on the show. In the meantime, have a great week. We'll catch you next time. Take care.